you are listening to the Foamy Heads Podcast, where we discuss craft beer and anything else that accompanies a glass. got my glass boom nice i see what you got there i'm matching my glass with my beer tonight that's right everybody we are getting back into some big trouble brewing big trouble (laughs) yeah big trouble brewing company big trouble brewing company we went there today yeah we did it was that was uh, so much fun damn i always i knew i missed that place from the last time we went and then the year just got crazy for us in that third and fourth quarter and uh just from what i heard today everybody you know that we talked to at the brewery they've all had a similar experience it's just that end of the year craziness holidays family changes in life all that good crazy stuff um (laughs) And I, man, his beer keeps getting better. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was good. We even we had, had a the oh yeah, sorry, go the ahead. lazy the lazy lazy daisy hazy IPA. Yes. So we had the lazy crazy hazy the first time when we were talking with Josiah, mm. and then um, when we went back because I think I feel like we've been there twice. Yeah. Right, and when we went back, we sat at the bar. Um, ordered a couple of beers. I feel like there was one or two new ones that we hadn't had at the time. And then today when we came back, there was Lazy Daisy Hazy, mm. New England style IPA. So that was the one we both started out with. That's true. It was and, tasty. And, uh, you know, I just, we dove right into this beer thing because we have this crowler in front of us and we want to dig into it so bad. I forgot to mention our names. So welcome to the podcast everybody this is the big foamy heads and uh we talk about beer and anything else that accompanies glass and on the mics today it's mitch and rich yeah <laughs> we're already talking about beer so we yeah. think about the other part you know we, we get excited easily when it comes to beer so we're simple men like we don't <laughs> it doesn't take much to excite us that's right and uh oh speaking of glassware yes. let's talk about yours real quick i've got one um, so I actually have my big trouble brewing company pint nice. glass. Um, love it, man. I love the, the, the neon pink, hot pink logo with like the, almost like a dark pink, like, um, outline to it. Yeah. It's just very simple, kind of an 80s style text font on there. Um, other than that, it's just a basic pint glass. Like there's not much to it. There's no other, um, no other wording, no other logo on the glass, just the BTBC yeah uh, logo and that's it and i'm okay with that because that's what i that's what i like it's super practical and it always gets the job done i'm uh i don't know the name of the style of glass but i've got my 17 percent drip oh that's <laughs> so cool is that king of the hill yeah it is it's yes a, so this is with a zombie oh i'm trying to think of the name of it it's a there's three or four collaborations on this glass where you'll see like a hop beer a hot beer that's awesome and then a zombie uh i forget if it's beer zombie i think it's beer zombie is the name and then bc and then this was sold through 17 percent drip so 
Uh, when I saw King of the Hill, I had to get it. They've got a shorter glass that's the same on the site right now, but this has uh, everybody with a shirt representing part of the people who participated in this glass. And it's all nice. four typical dudes that stand outside the fence. And <laughs> the, instead of like a cooler full of beers, it goes craft beer style with a folding table. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> with a bunch of shareable bottles and glassware and cans and everything listed. So, you know, right. It, they got it right. <laughs> I love 17% drip, man. Those Their glassware is super dope all the time. And the little things in it, too. Yes. You know. So, it, this is a beer zombie. I hope I'm getting that right. Apologies if I don't. Then it's a... I'm trying to read it. The... Mm, Maryland mob no yeah Maryland mob uh BC which I'll have to look up and then the Dallas beer squad nice and all through 17% drip which was nice. an honor to meet the guy behind 17% drip at living waters of all places how wild was that we just we, we were picking up our uh I guess we were picking up three four five and six right yes, for the 2021 yes. mythos clubs and caught the attention of a of a gentleman sitting next to us who was asking us about you know hey whatever i see bottles leave the shop with some wax on it i gotta ask yeah. what is it we just started talking and he introduced himself and, and ran a, a swag company with glassware and 17 percent drip mitch oh shit i've bought something from you <laughs> from you all before yeah. an instant connection friendship was made right there it was awesome yes. Yep, I I uh, didn't even realize it, but I've been uh, I had been dripped on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such awesome like ways of putting it. <laughs> so today, you need the full story in context, though. I know, otherwise, I know. it sounds just terrible. <laughs> Gets the point across real quick. Yes, one way or another, the. Uh, Ooh, my sticker's getting a little wonky on mine. So, yeah, we, so am I. This crowler we picked up uh, it has, uh, it's chilled. Mine is very cold right now, but it's been sitting out for about 15 minutes. And we've got the Macho Man Stout. Yes, Big Trouble Brewing Company Macho Man Stout. 5.1% ABV. I remember we had this one when we were talking with Josiah. Yes. We had our interview. I remember really liking this one. And I remember like, matter of fact, we'll probably end up referencing the, you know, quite a few uh, scenes from our interview with him, our mm -hmm. discussion with, with Josiah. But I remember really liking this stout. Definitely. And the uh, description he's got on his website is black and chocolate malts generously hopped with Citra in the Whirlpool. It's dark like Tim Curry and legend. Yeah. Yeah, so if you guys haven't picked up on it already, uh, Big Trouble Brewing Company is heavy on the hints back to the popular films and great films of the 80s. Of the 80s. Um, you'll love the space when you go in there. Uh, so much to look at, so much to stare at when it comes to the bar. Um, there's a lot of memorabilia everywhere and uh, it's a fantastic space plenty of room to sit around talk hang out and just chill hmm. i'm gonna open this thing up see what aroma is. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. back at me a little bit Mitch. oh no <laughs> there we go mm. nice 
I heard that one. I drip. I got dripped on too. Not in a good way, though. <laughs> you know, if you want us, if you want to see us get dripped on, we'll set up a Patreon and or an OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> oh gosh, where each week you get to see unique talents and good content, trying to be different than everybody else. <laughs> We'll pour one out for you, and you'll see us get dripped on. <laughs> oh, yeah. This Ooh. is nice looking, man. It smells really good. Yeah, so immediately what I noticed, and I don't remember if I got this from the tasters that we were talking with Josiah, but um, this foamy head's got some real tight bubbles to it. Yeah, it does. Like It looks like a, um, it's real frothy, so to speak, on the top. It just, it, the bubbles look nice. They don't dissipate very quickly. Um, almost kind of looks like you're you're drinking a, a frappuccino. I don't know what, but a, a cold brew coffee maybe. Yeah, I could see that. It just looks pleasing. I'm trying to do my uh, picture and untap it. <laughs> I remember this having a lot of flavor for 5.1 percent. Yeah, there was a lot of flavor for this 5.1 percent brew. Ooh, yeah, I really do like the nose on that. It is kind of like a cold, uh, a cold coffee of a sort. And I am glad that we are doing a 5.4, 5 5.1% because this is 32 ounces of beer we're drinking tonight. This is a whole crawler. Yeah. Now, this is uh, something I'd like to see Shane chug right here. Hmm. That, okay, I got something to say about that. Shane is, every time we see a video of Shane chugging a beer, I'm like, how in the hell can he do that? Because he doesn't just chug the light beers. No, no. I mean, yeah. he does the heavy hitters too. He does. And even the uh, guttural uh, destruction sours and such. <laughs> uh, I chased, uh, or not chased down one, but we both had a sour chug at living waters one night and mm. uh yeah that one uh it fizzed for a while in the stomach going down that quick Oof. it was Needs not an extra time <laughs> yeah we had a uh, there was something that's being sold now that's like a like electrolyte um a fluid or whatever you know that it's got a bunch of uh oh what's the word sodium chloride in it and whatnot i think is what it is part of the ingredients but it's a bio bio something biolite maybe oh. yeah but anyway it's supposed to help your liver when you're damaging the shit out of it that night <laughs> so we chased it down with some biolite powder drink mixture and water and you know just like trying to recover from that but instead of just the obvious solution of just not drinking and destroying your liver it's well we're drinking so we might as well put something in it that's going to help it recover <laughs> that's true that's the actual that's the real solution yeah and you know when you come to nashville and you start hitting all the craft beer breweries you should ask about oh, yeah. where shane is currently he'll he'll treat you to a good time but be prepared he's a he's a force to be reckoned with don't think you need to ask just look on either national <laughs> or the crafter social club and I'm, he'll, he's always somewhere you can figure out where he is exactly yes um i am gonna dive into this beer let's do it good nose aroma good head retention yeah mm. oh yeah roasty very roasty 
dark. I think I'm figuring out roasty. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this is because I don't I don't do coffee. I don't drink coffee. Um, <clears throat> I like coffee in my stouts, but most of the stouts that I drink that have coffee are more sweeter. So mm. um, higher alcohol, um, milk stouts, um, imperial stouts. So they're higher, sweeter. Uh, and then they've got that coffee backbone. This one tastes more bitter and roasty. Yeah. I think than a that, typical coffee stout. I'm I'm really pleased with it because typically mm-hmm. I don't get to taste that roastiness without a heavy coffee backbone to it anymore recently. Mm. Um, but you know, the higher an ABV you go, I think you lose some of that roastiness too. So this is a nice sweet spot. It's a that really sweetness. good one. Oh yeah, I'm filling mine up here. Man, I feel like I've got about half of this poured in my pint glass had to take a few sips so i could portion a little bit more and i still don't feel like the can has really gone down all that much oh yeah no (laughs) it's gonna take a minute to get through this one oh yeah this is one of those i'd enjoy having at a a campfire or camping because it's a, a lot of volume to be able to share but you could also just pop it and drink it over time i mean <laughs> that would be that would be more fun to me yeah. you're you know your boys all have a crowler and you're just drinking straight out of the cow crowler around a campfire hell yeah for a couple hours because this beer will last a couple hours if you just sip on it yeah it'll be warm but it'll last a couple of hours true you know maybe there's a no nah, there's not a need for that never mind it's like hmm, what if, what if you got a koozie that you could also put an ice pack in and then but no it'd be you'd have to gorilla hand the crap out of it you know you'd have to have a rock climbers finger strength to hold on to the width yeah. of that thing you know <clears throat> it would be cool to see a gigantic koozie with like a uh firm handle like a um a mug like a stein oh yes that'd be pretty cool maybe at that point you're just drinking your beer too slow well yeah but it'd be ridiculous to see a koozie with a stein handle and it's a fucking crowler that needs to happen (laughs) i need i need some sort of a mechanism that lets me drink my crowler like i'm drinking out of a big ass beer glass yes because it's the size of a stein just no handle really yeah we so. really just need and and you know DJ's got those um, and I've seen them before where it's got the can openers for the oh, yes. for the canned beers where you can put it around the top yeah. and you can actually lift the entire top off the can so that way you're not drinking out of a, a tabbed you know clug 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 thing you're drinking mm-hmm. out of the entire openness of the can throw that that crowler into one of those you know koozie handles and just drink that thing that'd be awesome I think we've got a Shark Tank idea. <laughs> In cooperation with the previously successful Shark Tank idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> the can can thing. Yeah, uh, this is the Stein Grip. I don't know Stein Grip. Stein Crow, the Stein Crow <clears throat> for Crowlers. It's just called the Hold My Beer. Ooh, Crow Stein. Oh yeah, Ooh, the Hold My Crow Beer. Stein. The Hold My Beer. Hold My Beer. Hey, another note on this Macho Man Stout. It's starting to sweeten up a little bit. Oh, let me a see. little bit more. So you you mentioned it's got kind of a sweet spot, <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, kind is. of between roastiness. But as it's warming, as the kind of air is hit it a little bit and it's warmed up a little bit, 
Maybe my mouth is changing a little bit, but I feel like it's a little bit sweeter as it's been sitting there. Mm. I don't know. Man, it's good. Growler handler. No, that's, that doesn't work. I'm still working that idea. Mitch's brain is still stuck on the names for the, the Stein holder. <laughs> it's almost Hulk-like. Mm-hmm. Man, this beer, it is charming. Um, it's got that nice little fuzz to it at the end, too, where that roastiness and, I guess sweetness also kind of plays a part in that but that bitterness kind of lingers too yeah it and stays the, with you the more i sweat it out i'm like oh i need to get another drink you know mm-hmm. it's very good <clears throat> we went so we went there today and um good for josiah he's actually and it'd be fun to be able to get back, him back on the show but we talked about the first time when we talked about um you know his his distribution strategy and what the plans were for big trouble brewing company you know he was all i was listening to it you know this afternoon actually as i was as we were heading home and mm. said, you know the, the distribution that you know maybe in the future mm. just what you know right now he's trying to keep the taps full in his tap room and you know from there once he can once he can keep his taps full in his own brewery in his own tap room then maybe he can start thinking about distribution that was not that long ago mitch i feel like that was like september or something yeah it was uh three or four months ago i think you're right on the dot four months ago but we went there today and i got there a few minutes before you did and i saw him and he was just getting ready to head out and i mean in a few short months he's got accounts already i mean he's he was on his way to do a beer run. I talked to him that night. He said, you know, he's going to drop off a few kegs at some of the local accounts around his area and good on him because I mean, in, in just a short matter of time, he's gone from opening up a, a tap room and trying to keep beer flowing from his taps to I've got enough. Now I can start distributing and he's actually got a few accounts now. So good on him. He's actually expanding pretty rapidly. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. Um, you know, the staff always vouch for him too and he's he's a super smart quick dude like <laughs> i would not be surprised to see big trouble causing even more of a stir by the end of this year like oh, yeah. in the nashville kind of area so um i really hope to see a lot of his product on taps out there i feel like maybe i'm i don't know if i'm speaking i'm speaking ignorant because i don't know much about gallatin but i feel feel like they're the only brewery in Gallatin. I think you're right. Only craft brewery, yeah. <laughs> only craft brewery in Gallatin. So, mm-hmm. number 1, by default, he's got he's got an advantage, but even if even if that's the case, you know, you could make crap beer and still be the only craft brewery in town and people are going to come because it's better than, you know, the the stuff that you can get in grocery stores. Mm-hmm. But he's making good beer. He's making great beer on top of that. So, Super I mean like good we drove 45 minutes to get there today Mm -hmm. because he has good beer we actually the plan was to go to a bottle share and it just wasn't in the stars for me anyway yeah but we still got there today man and it was a good time it looked like there were some people still sharing a little bit with whatever was left over but Mm -hmm. we ended up getting food and just chilling it was a good time man the food by the way very good the hot dogs man are so good yeah um 
I need to try those tacos. They're they're slow and low uh, cooked pork, hmm. and they put them in tacos and whatever nachos too. I think it I was, was going to say, the yep, they had barbecued nachos with the yeah. pork. Yeah. yeah, those would be killer. Yeah, I almost went with that, but it's hard to pass up on something just as easy as a hot dog whenever mm-hmm. you're just having a beer. You know. Yep. Gosh, the we uh, cashed out today too. We did successfully cash out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we ever talked about it before, but um, we went the one time got, uh, he was very kind to us. And as we recorded, he just gave us the, you know, the pours for content and Mm -hmm. discussion and everything. And then we stayed and I know we paid that time. Right. Yes. Yep. And then (laughs) we, okay. And then the second (laughs) time, uh that we ordered like several different things and it was kind of over a span of two hours i think we were just you know hanging out having a good time and uh somehow throughout through the pos system and checkout they didn't apparently check us out (laughs) that we totally well they checked one of us out so that it was on it was on me i was i was buying that day and I had told them, you know, hey, just put it all on mine. It's okay. But somebody else had started your tab. So by the time <laughs> we went to check out, you know, the number was high. I was like, okay, well, that encompasses both our beers, you know, whatever. Maybe apparently it didn't account nope. for both of our beers. So, oh, that's the day you got your pint glass. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we're, we're messaging Josiah that night. He was like, Hey bitch, enjoy the beers on the house. My friend, you know, it looks like it didn't catch you. totally an honest mistake. Cause we thought we had, so we had to go make it right. Yeah, we did. And I'll be making it right three or four times over this year. Cause I'm going to yeah. make sure to check out. <laughs> <laughs> so Josiah, if you're reading this man, we love you. We, it was unintentional. It yeah. Just, it yeah. Just happened. And he was joking around with us on oh, that yeah. message too. You know, I, I was I felt bad personally, so mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, okay. He was and letting the, it. He let it slide. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a. I just can't get over the space is beautiful. I think it used to be a flower shop or yep. bakery before yep. that even, and uh, it's just set up to house people in there. And oh, yeah. man, it couldn't be nicer people. I I love the spot. And it's 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 family friendly. It seems because one, you're in a, a smaller. You know, Gallatin's not a huge city, but it's not a it's not small potatoes by any means. But when you're the only craft brewery in town, you know you can kind of make do. You can make it what you want, and he made it more of a family friendly environment. I walked in with my son today, had five or six people I didn't even know, just kind of like, hey, what's up? How's it going? What's up, little man? Like they were talking to my son as we were walking in, and I. I felt immediately at home, you know, making mm. jokes about he can't drink for another 19 years or whatever, but <laughs> it was all good. Like no one gave dirty looks when you walked in with a kid because you're just a family there. Just trying to relax, trying to hang out. Yeah. I, it's every time we've gone, community, staff, everybody's just a blast to be around. Mm-hmm. I really do wish it, it was like that bar was in my neighborhood kind of thing where I could walk there and walk back. It'd be such a cool space. So Gallatin, you're really lucky. Yes. (laughs) Oh, the graphics outside. You can't miss it when you drive there. It's so like neon eighties, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's sweet. Yes. Um, I definitely go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say the original logo. We talked about it with Josiah was supposed to be like the, 
the DeLorean with, you know, kind of some lines or whatever, and the city just deemed it to, or the art council, whatever it was, deemed it to, uh, can't remember the word he used, but just it was too much unfitting yeah. for the city. So it never even went to vote. They had to change it, but it still looks good. It, yeah, it looks great. And it's one of those things where I wish he could at least do it like a Mount Rushmore effect with like maybe Schwarzenegger and mm. um, uh, Stallone and uh, what was his name with the uh, oh he does the splits Van Damme oh Jean-Claude Van Damme uh-huh and then uh, I'm I'm trying to think the guy that was in Big Trouble Little China ooh that's a good one but I would want to put at least like eight faces up on a on a side of a wall at a business, you know. Yes. And not so much Mount Rushmore. It's just getting those faces on there from their epic films. Um, Kurt Russell. Gosh, Kurt Russell. That's right. Yes. Let's see here. I'm going to look awesome up just to have the Mount Rushmore on the side with like eight or nine of the biggest '80s actors. Yeah. Yeah. We need some other people than just these gigantic white men in it because <laughs> there's so many good movies in the 80s like mr 90s i want mr miyagi on there <laughs> good choice you know um God, what others i'm just looking through now i'm cheating now oh mm. man die hard was on bruce willis yeah Teen Wolf. That's funny. Yeah. Oh gosh. They don't make movies anymore like they do in the eighties. Like no. the movies nowadays are well like they're they're better. The special effects are obviously a lot better, but you lose something mm-hmm. in the in the fantasy world of today's special effects. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I just saw a movie that I almost forgot about. Well, did forget about Willow. I don't know if you've seen Willow. It's Never a, even heard of it. It's a 1988 fantasy kind of film. It's not great. Just saying, it is not great. But it is, to me, it's fun to watch. <laughs> okay, directed by Ron Howard, produced by George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like huge, right? Val but... Kilmer. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> You, like this I, has some I, names to it. Yeah, it, it it's got big names, but it is a. Uh, I mean, it's a ride. I'll, I'll say that much. I'm not gonna ruin anything for anybody. Uh, Willow, it's PG, so your kid's gonna be able to watch it soon. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna want to. I'm looking at it. It's I mean. Weird it's 80s for it's 80s as fuck though yeah it is it is uh even the the scenery you'll tell like right away okay (laughs) it's a fun one i had never watched it till like two years ago (laughs) warwick davis val kilmer ron howard yeah warwick killed it in this one man he was really good There's like so it. many good movies. Scarface, Bloodsport. Man. Big Trouble Weird. Little China. <laughs> yeah, Big Trouble Little China. Weird Science. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Silverado. Uh, so I just watched Desperado. This uh I think it was last night. 
let's see what year was desperado that sounds like 90s desperado yeah 95 yeah 90s were 90s were a different era but they still had that connection that the 80s movies did like 80s was all about action and blood and you know fighting sequences but kind of cheesy at the same time 90s were more um comedy romance Mm -hmm. comedy you know but there was still like that cheesiness to it and that's kind of what tied the the 80s and the 90s together and then matrix came out in 99 and people were just like shit are we living in a simulation and then movies just (laughs) were never the same after that like scary movie started replicating bullet time technology right and all of those and it just movies just hollywood in general changed once 2000 hit yeah there was that innocence that that movies there used to be a difference between movies and reality in the 80s and 90s whereas Mm -hmm. in you know nowadays it's about making it as realistic as possible but just blowing up everything yeah exactly it's like everyone's fast and furious now Mm. (laughs) everyone is too fast or too furious i was okay with just fast and furious like that's why i go to the movies but you don't don't get too fast or too furious (laughs) don't start drifting around the subject so terrible (laughs) dude i just i haven't seen the latest fast and furious but don't you're you're not missing a damn thing but the submarine that went off there's one they one they went off we're getting off topic one of them totally went into space oh my god they launched the car into space like it was no big deal like like hi nasa <laughs> like do you not see this car floating around <laughs> yeah we get traction here <laughs> <laughs> where there's family there's hope i guess that's right god, i don't need hope. i swear I family in space I just, I guess they had a lot of gravity to their situation. It just made it possible. And I don't, I don't get it, dude. I don't, there's some movies that I'm like, you should be dead. <laughs> Why are you still going? <laughs> it's, it's man, at, at this point, people expect the impossible on the Fast and the Furious movies. Just how much wilder can you get with I mean, each movie? You wouldn't watch Bloodsport 51, you know, like. <laughs> I'd watch Bloodsport 51. <laughs> probably wouldn't enjoy it but i'd watch it yeah it's got toby mcguire as the main (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh i just the one thing i do enjoy about whenever i start talking to movie buffs and whatnot i'm terrible at conversation when it comes to pop culture because i haven't paid attention to much of it but i've enjoyed a lot of it i just don't know the names of people or the directors and who wrote what you know i don't i don't go into that depth i go to enjoy it and sometimes enjoy like pick apart the photography elements director you know there's some points that i really do get lost in the minutiae of but whenever it comes to knowing who did what it's kind of like i don't know yeah same with music that's why i'm just not good at trivia but oh my god the uh I do love casting terrible people for important roles. Those are fun conversations for, to me. Welcome to the '80s movies. Yes, man, um, I would have enjoyed the '80s if I was in the game. But... You were, but only but for a couple of years. You're more of a '90s kid. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. You're born what '88? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You're a 90s kid. Oh, yeah. Through and through. All that Nickelodeon shit. And whack cartoons. <laughs> but I still got raised on some 80s TV. Like, uh, we we went through our spouts of cable and no cable. So it was like, what, would we, what do we have on VHS from the other two kids? You know, the older kids. <laughs> so oh, like, yeah. I, I did live the 80s. Uh, I threw vicariously. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed '90s '90s products and commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, you had two older brothers to benefit, like two way yeah. older brothers. Yes, yes. To benefit from the '80s mm-hmm. and the '70s, I guess. Yeah. Matt, your oldest brother is in his 40s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Late '70s, all the '80s. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, movies from the 80s uh, when I got older, for sure. And it's hard to reach back and really know what I was watching. You know, there was a lot of boring shit, but <clears throat> Nature of the Beast, I guess. Yep. I, don't, I can't remember what was on public TV anymore. We, I just stream shit now. Yeah, nobody uses television anymore. At least I don't. Living in the future. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Circling back around to Macho Man Stout. Mm-hmm. This beer is going down super easy. I am pouring the last of my crowler into the glass, albeit it's a full glass at this point. I, I haven't really necessarily gotten it all the way to the bottom before i fill it up this is what i've got left right here if you look mm. i've got just the one full pint glass so i've got about 16 ounces left i'm about in the same boat i'm pouring the last bit of the crowler into like my taller glass whatever ounce it is <laughs> but you know there's one name we left out trying to think of faces to put on the side of the building and Ooh. the name is on the can of this crowler Macho Man Randy Savage. (laughs) (laughs) WCW Wrestling. Mm -hmm. Now, wrestling was definitely in the prime time in the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Like, I would have enjoyed wrestling if that's how it still was. Hulk Hogan, Mm -hmm. Macho Man Randy Savage, Million Dollar Man, Andre the Giant. Yeah. Like 80s and, and early 90s, but man, that was. How do we forget Macho Man? Like, it's all you said, <laughs> it's the name of the fucking beer that we're drinking. We were stuck on movies. Yeah. But there's just so many crazy uh, personalities that came out of the 80s era, like across the board, not just movies. It's all mm-hmm. everywhere, anywhere with a video camera. I'm just thinking of like now there's so many missed opportunities of introducing this beer with the macho man voice. (laughs) Damn. We really fucked that up. The uh, cream of the crop. God. He, uh, there's a guy at work that always, he's a fan of macho man. He's got all sorts of memorabilia about him. I can't believe I did not even catch on with macho man here Mm. like the name was right on the can i knew what it was about immediately we even joked about it with people there how it's so ridiculous have you uh 
you know, if this was a show right now, I would start pulling up clips of Macho Man and play them while we talked about the beer. <laughs> I feel like we're going to talk to Josiah about this. I feel like we need an entire like wrestling line of beers. Yes. At Big Trouble, we need Macho Man Stout, Million Dollar Milk Stout. Yes. We need Andre the Giant. Stout. They're all like they're all like these beers that are like strong names right and then they're just like five percent ad and then we need we need the woo style oh the rick flair woo style oh man that would be awesome rick flair always cracked me up of how wimpy he would be and then take advantage and win of somebody and just like that bastard every time he was like uh the Leahy of the ring you know oh, from yeah. trailer park boys he was definitely <laughs> Lady, rest in peace. And I'll stop it right there, but he keeps going and going and going. He's always a show. He's a personality, man. Yeah. We, uh, it was like a, I guess a month ago or two, I saw a uh, Family Feud episode where it was a bunch Mm of wrestlers, uh, the villains and heroes against- Celebrity Family Feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. And uh, uh, Macho Man didn't do so good. (laughs) No. And- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no surprise but he brought the show though like every time he brought the show even if he didn't know what to say he would bring up something personality wise out of oh, yeah. out of the bank but man it was uh it, it was definitely a show I'll, I'll say that it wasn't a wrestling match but <laughs> i don't i don't expect those guys to know their trivia no and i mean with that kind of trivia it's like it's anybody's guess i mean mm-hmm. there's some shows that i'm like they they had to know the answer to some of these top like queries with people but or they just gave them easy stuff but it's always yeah. fun to watch that and steve harvey is a is a beast in itself too oh yeah 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 he's great at that show God, the steve harvey shows are so so fun to watch <clears throat> um definitely my favorite era of family feud right now is with him. <clears throat> yes for sure yeah sorry to all the other previous family (laughs) feud hosts but steve harvey's definitely the best one yeah he gives people shit Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's my favorite part so what do we think about this macho man stout well you see uh... (laughs) (laughs) i can't even hold it together it's Uh... only five percent and mitch is feeling good well you see it's uh five percent and uh god I can't do like the snarling and all that. I can't think ahead far enough as <laughs> that scene, but God, um, I would love to do a review as the Macho Man with the Macho Man beer. I'll have to reach out and find somebody who does a really good Macho Man to do that. <laughs> macho Man Stout review. <laughs> yeah. It's the cream of the crop, man, when it comes to stouts. It's Rises. Cool, to the top <laughs> yes it's five it's 5.1 percent and it it drinks so good like it's a yeah. it's a warm welcome from 
<clears throat> and, and it's no surprise on this show we were heavily focused on and we do better you know we're doing better but it seems to be we're heavily focused on ipas and stouts and of the of the higher gravity nature but this one at 5.1 percent is just so easy to drink it really it's is got tons of flavor like this could be a session stout and i'd be okay with it it's just the the roastiness the coffee that comes from it a little bit of the sweetness on the end as it's warming up it's just i'm here for this man the whole the whole sip from start to finish has lots of flavor mm -hmm. so good job josiah good job big trouble brewing company this is really good <laughs> you're still looking up macho man sounds yeah there's a video and i encourage everyone that you can go watch but it's called uh when the cocaine kicks in <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm coming down for a long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel with a 32 ounce crowler. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. What it's an good, era. What an era. And I, the names are only going to get better at Big Trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He has so much to work with <clears throat> if he wants to focus on 80s stuff. And he's got he's and his styles are down too. That's the fun part is he's not just focused on there's there's breweries out there that are focused on IPAs and focused on stouts and focused on sours, and him being the only brewery in the area allows him to kind of mix mm -hmm. mix and match all different styles. We had a Mexican lager. I had a Mexican lager today that was really good. Um, his IPAs are really good. His stouts are great. Uh, I remember loving his uh, I Wish Red. Oh, man. That's what it was called, but it was the Irish Red Ale. He called yes. it I Wish Red. And that was just super killer. It was so good. Um, the seltzers were, <clears throat> can't believe I said that, but the seltzers were banging. Yeah. Like they were really good. It wasn't your traditional seltzer that was just, you know, carbonated water with flavor. This one had sweetness to it and sugar. And it was just, it was all around really good. Just everything he makes. Yeah. It was I, great that day. That, uh, that red is amazing. And mm -hmm. it's a shame they were out when we were there, yeah. but I know he'll, he'll make it again. And the seltzers are the best in middle Tennessee right now, in my opinion, because you can get it straight just off the tap. Yep. And then you can put flavorings into it if you'd yeah. like. So then it becomes like a whatever you want it to taste like with that amazing seltzer that he creates. Uh, it's hard to explain it when <laughs> yeah, it's I like don't a have a slushy seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't you get to pick and choose your flavors and you how you want to make your seltzer. They have some predetermined flavors for you if you want to do it. But then mm. they also have a one where you can make your own flavorings to it. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, man, I'm still impressed with Big Trouble. It was great to see Josiah and the team there today. And this crowler knocked it out of the park for the evening, man. It was good, man. It's just what we needed to cap off a, an evening. For sure. What are your, what, what, what are you going to rate this one? Um, hmm. So I've, I've re I've reassessed how I want to rate beers going forward. Kind of like you did. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I'm as as forward thinking um, 
in terms of giving it higher ratings from the get-go but um looking at my looking at my last rating i looked at this i gave this a a a 3.25 and i was like oh man this is really good beer i'd have it again but in hindsight looking at a 3.25 really just means like i don't know it just it seems unfair kind of uh i wouldn't i don't know if i would really go as high as a four on this one but i feel like i'd give this a 375 because this is right at the top of where i would say i would seek this out i would love it um we're actually working on a rating system right now we're tossing back ideas back and forth so i'm i i don't remember the rating systems that we had kind of thought about but if i were to kind of rate this one this one sits around a 375 just right below a four yeah out of of five out of five i'm going to put that out of a five i went straight into a, a different vein of thought and i just said okay as far as stouts go mm. i've never really liked porters and stouts as a favorite category of beer right um there's fun play on both sides porter and stout the similarities between it and the flavors that you can get between the styles but as far as stouts go it's not something that i typically just seek out all the time so i went after this with like okay so it's a stout and it's a roasty stout i really enjoy it i dig it this one's going to be what i base a lot of other baseline stouts off of i think Uh, okay so i gave it a higher mark of a 425 because this is the stout that I really like out of all the stouts I've had for the past six months, at least that I can remember. So that can change, of course, as flavor profiles evolve. But I really dig it. Um, this so is, I, yeah. Let me let me ask this question: Are you rating this beer out of the category of stouts? Like my uh, out of my preference of stouts. I'm doing that with the consideration of just how I enjoy beer in general. Plus, I think I gave, I don't know if I checked this in last time, to be honest with you. Um, I'll look it up real quick, but I've started shifting my views a little bit on the rating system, especially on untapped. But that's why I like the rating system we're working on, because, you know, similar people have, or, or similar podcast have the same idea where the rating systems are not really fair when it's numerical because depending on your preference you'll rate things lower just because you're not used to that flavor profile or well versed in x y or z so typically you just leave a no rating as the like culture Mm -hmm. answer right like if you don't know the style just don't leave a rating but um takes the fun out of it in a way right yeah but that's why I like what, what we're working on with a store or chug drain or glass pour. Like, yeah, I would I would present this kind of category system. We're working on it, but I think I'll be more excited about that system than yes, something like sure. Untapped because Untapped is just super unfair for the brewer side of things. So on Untapped, I'm gonna I'm. I, ha- I do skew it a little bit so that it shows favorability to the ones I really like or enjoy versus if I straight out don't like it, it's one or two things. I don't rate it or I give it terrible ratings because we all know it's bad. Like It's one of those universals where we go, okay, this is just completely messed up 
and it's a bad batch so i will rate it as such or if it's just not in my wheelhouse it's a no rating so you know uh not everybody's on the same board with that kind of category so that's why i like having more fun with it when we get there and decide on our rating system 2022 goals <laughs> that's right the goal for the next year we're having it we've got a few goals set up uh, yeah. for the 2022 year but one of them is definitely going to be coming up with a decent rating system that we can rate these beers by because one to five is just boring yes it's a it boils down to we talk about beer so much we shouldn't we should have more fun with it when it comes to the rating so it'll be nice once we have our solid standards set and uh i'm looking forward to that macho man stout uh i poured you into a glass so i'll cheer to the macho man stout cheers to the macho man yes thank you josiah keep doing what you do this is a fantastic brew and we plan on reaching out to josiah again to see if we can get him back on the show because that was a that was a killer time definitely would love to be able to get him back on yeah and i definitely want to know what possible trouble comes from him this current year i'll be on the lookout for it (laughs) all right man good time mitch very good time thank you We've had some. We've had a great beer tonight, and uh, 32 ounces of Macho Man Stout from Big Trouble Brewing Company. Shout out to Josiah at Big Trouble Brewing in Gallatin, Tennessee, and we look forward to having more from him. If you're not drinking beer, start drinking beer. If you are drinking beer, keep drinking beer. If you've never had craft beer before, Big Trouble Brewing Company's got everything you're going to want to have. Just make the trip down to Gallatin, and you'll be good to go. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>